The Dode Fox Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dode Fox Podcast. I'm Ronnie, he's Paul, and it's been Scottish Cup weekend, which you were probably wishing was cancelled at half-time on Saturday. Our thanks again to Daniel Welsh for being our guest last week. I cut off the old block with a good F-bomb or two, just like his old man. Join the conversation on our socials. We're at Dode Fox Podcast on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Coming up on this week's episode, whose shoe got shot in on Saturday night? Fourth and fifth round draws, Hamilton preview, smile, lottery, who am I? Loan report, podcast merch on this day with the Arab Archive and Mr Ogren better have a 19th hole at that golf course he's building after that first half on Saturday. It's all coming up on episode 93 of the Dode Fox podcast. Hello, I'm Sean Dillon and you're listening to the Dode Fox podcast. So welcome back to the award-winning Dode Fox podcast. Happy Easter. Paul's dressed as an Easter bunny. I'm not again, sure again. what's going on. What's 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 going on? Um, Easter weekend, eh? I mean, it's it's you eat a lot of chocolate. You come here, you get fed mere sweets, and uh, we have to delay this so we could watch <laughs> the Scottish Cup draw. And uh, we'll touch on that. But uh, somebody's getting in trouble for no heated bars. That's what's happened. I there. could imagine that boy will be getting a, a kicking right now as we record this. How dare he? So Scottish Cup weekend, first and foremost. Paul, obviously it's tough because we kind of get to the games and whatever, but what does the Scottish Cup mean to you as a fan? As a United fan, the Scottish Cup is just, there's an anticipation when it rolls around and you saw that on social media with people posting, I'm going to say people, I mean the United fans that I follow, posting some pictures of days out that they've had uh, or their their own Scottish Cup memories when when we've been fortunate enough to lift it twice. Uh, so it's it's a big deal for a club like United. Uh, we've said it numerous times on this podcast. We're never going to win the league, unfortunately. So the Scottish Cup and the League Cup, obviously, it goes under a different name every few years. But the Scottish Cup and the League Cup, they're the two big ones. They're they're our best chance at any sort of silverware. So for me, it's a big deal. Uh, it's maybe less of a big deal this year because we can't actually go. But it's. Uh, it's still a chance at silverware, you know, and it doesn't come around very often for United. No, and um, obviously they've had to kind of re, re sort of look at dates and stuff because obviously everything that's going on with the situation in the lower leagues. And um, if you were lucky enough to get through over this weekend, uh, games played to finish as well. Yeah, get you for or against that? I didn't mind it. Yeah, I, I didn't mind that. it. I mean, even when you're at the game watching it and you're thinking, it's not been great today. Could I do another half hour?" It's that away going to f- you would have been going to Partick and mm-hmm. and there I just I, I like games played to a finish I think especially now they've had to do it I mean times yeah no one more side I mean I'm, I'm of a I'm of a generation where like you, you just played and then you played again and then you played again you know it didn't even go to penalties uh, so just to play it on a one off basis uh, that's that probably you would end up with more cup shocks on a one off basis because anything can happen on any given day I suppose but. It's rare that a weird team will, will hold a bigger team to a draw and then beat them in the next game. It's not impossible, but it's rare. But I, the reasons for doing it this year are they're obviously clear because time's against it and whatnot. And it's a bit of a condensed calendar for it. But it's uh, ah, here, it, it was all right. I wasn't against Listen, if you went out of the cup this weekend... Been raging. You'd have been raging, 
but you're also a two free Saturdays uh, in, in April. Which that's, that's how it had been raging. For for fans, it's horrible, but the inactivity for players, mm. you know, a lot of gaps in there. But anyway, Partick Thistle, mm. our good pals, Partick Thistle, who got in a bed with hearts over the summer. The best thing is pump them out the cup. But at half time, it was the we should have been three nothing down. Fair. Uh, well, yes and no. Like they didn't take their chances, so we shouldn't have been three 0 down. But first half, we were we were dreadful. Like I, I'm not sure what we were trying to do. I know we had uh, two strikers on, but again, McNulty to me looked like he was he was right wing or right midfield or whatever the hell he was playing. And this is no criticism of McNulty at all. But we just, I don't know what we were trying to do in the first half. Partick were, were clearly up for it, which shouldn't be a surprise because any Ian McCall team against United, like the, the briefing should go out to the players through the week. These boys are going to be right up for it because their manager will make sure of that. But we just seemed fairly passive. Just, I mean, I don't know. It was a, you've just said, what does the Scottish Cup mean? Or asked me what it meant to me, and you know it's a big deal. It didn't seem to be a big deal to the players first half. We just weren't. A, didn't seem to be at the races at all, and you know they they deservedly went in leading at, at half time. Whether or not they should have been two or three or or even had a penalty, that's that's up for debate. But they were definitely the better team first half, and we had to upward game second half. Was it good that one of the chances? Um fell to their number nine and uh, we'd seen that uh, movie before but it was just maybe we kind of maybe need a bit of luck and that might be some luck that we haven't had that a striker's no got on the end of it or I'm trying to think what the other chance was there was another chance that was mm-hmm. that was a really good chance but I can't mind what it is possibly. I can't mind what it was possibly it was uh, well they were through there was a chance where Dennis actually made a no bad save but it was I mean, it was touch and go whether or not it was a penalty. Uh, but yeah, the Brian Graham chance, I'm not sure how he's missed that. I'm, and I know we've seen it before with him, but I'm not sure how he's missed that. That was an absolute guilt-edged sitter. So before the match, well, we see Liam Smith had a, a, a small injury, so it wasn't at no point in risking it. Um, Bolton coming at right back. And then the biggest surprise to me was the change of goalkeeper. Yes, yeah. And I, I get... I get doing it in the Betfred Cup, even though I've just said that that's one of the two opportunities that we've got to and lift. The, and maybe the, the, the group stages, certainly, when you're yeah. playing the so-called lower teams. Yeah. But I, f- I feel like if we, I personally think if we had a lost yesterday, then that's our season effectively over because, like we've said for a couple of weeks, pretty sure that we are safe. But uh, so to that to that note, I would have then went and put our strongest team out. Mm-hmm. Nay, no questions asked and now I know that Liam Smith wasn't there yesterday and that's because he was he's nursing an injury uh, but yeah for me Benji would have started that game and that's not even a slight at Dennis nothing against him but I'm putting my best team on the park in the Scottish Cup and we, we had Benji on just after a, I think it was a League Cup game and he's, he's just not happy but he's not playing and no, rightfully and, so and neither he should be Yeah, I just, there was just a couple of moments where balls will go in the box I just I just looked at it and thought Benji probably would have come for them or his height would have got him there and mm-hmm. just a couple of those moments. But I think it's noticeable the difference when when between Dennis and Benji when they're both playing. And again, I think I think Dennis is a decent keeper. He's he's more than competent, but 
there seems to be like a, a, a seed of doubt in the defence's mind, I think, when when he's behind them. Now, I, I don't know why. Maybe they're just more comfortable. Maybe just because they know exactly what they're going to get for Benji. Whereas Dennis, and it's not his fault, but he only comes in and plays about four games a season. So you kind of build a rapport with these guys in four games. You know, when you're used to Big Benji, I mean, you could hear him half the time during the games as well. He's barking orders to the defenders. He's telling them where to go and he's bailing them out the shite now and again as well. So they know that they can rely on him. I just didn't feel like they get that sense, of, well, or that same sense with Dennis in the goal. But, you know, it, it, it wasn't his fault that we conceded a goal. He didn't have anything wrong. I didn't think them would be. I'm still not sure what happened. It seemed to be like a pinball. Oh, it was piss poor defending. That's what happened. But I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I get the impression it was Dennis's fault. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's not even. It's certainly not unjust to say that you know they were they were the dominant team that first half. Yeah, you know, oh, easy. Just <clears throat> that can happen in cup games, though. I know it, it can happen in cup games. The the worrying the worrying thing. From our point of view, and I know I sat here last week, 18 metres away for you in the corner over there, saying, I don't care if we hump them. I don't care how we get through, just get through. But the concerning thing is that the way we played for at least half of the game, certainly yesterday, we've seen it before. And we've seen it before this season, numerous times. But the one that jumped out yesterday when you were watching it was, you know, Peter Head have came and done this to us. At, at half time, I was, I was kind of annoyed because... It's not like we had battered them and they had like snuck up the park, fluke goal or anything. It was fully merited. And Ian McCall has come out and said, ah, it should have been three at half time. He could you could make a good argument for that. So it was completely deserved that they were leading. And it was similar to when we played Peter Head earlier in the season. Again, they didn't have fluke that one. They deserved that one. And that shouldn't have been happening, I don't think. No one you're no one you're Dundee United, you're at home, you're the Premier League team against a team not even in the championship, in League One. And also the way everyone's played out this season, these guys have hardly played. They've probably hardly trained the last few weeks, you know, they're just back at it. And uh, to run us so close, that wasn't a it wasn't a great viewing. Obviously the, the I'm assuming they were words said of uh I'm no happy or we're no doing it. And I think um Lauren Shankland alluded to that in uh, the the post-match interview when he said we knew it wasn't good enough and I think I think they did know <clears throat> it wasn't good enough and it's the type of game if there's a crowd there the, the players will know it's not good enough but they are maybe going through the motions ever so slightly but second half come out and I think within about 40 seconds we were up the park and mm-hmm. started a wee bit of live there and it was a case of I kind of felt being at the game that we were going to create a chance but the chances we'd had were just like Headers in the goalie, there was nothing major, and then uh, it maybe took a wee bit of luck. And bizarrely, I was saying when we were watching the game, I thought the lad at the back had done pretty well, and, Nian. and I didn't know much about him. And it, yeah, I think it turned out he'd arrived, he'd been at Park for years, didn't he? A work permit, went to Pollock Juniors, and all this was flying about. And uh, I think he was meant to be a midfielder, but he's a really nice young lad, just signed an extension of his deal, and then he just takes a touch in the box and then thinks he might have time to turn. Yeah. And when you've got the predator that is Mr. Shanklin lurking. Yeah, of course. I didn't, even, I didn't even think it was the cleanest of strikes, but the keeper actually goes the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And it goes and you're just thinking, that might be the lift we've got. And I think then um, we're a real chance. What about Paulette's chance when he tries to square it? Smash it. 
Just smash it. Just toe poke it. <laughs> just Dave's near it. You're that you're that close to the goal. Just toe poke it. Unbelievable. After great skill by Shanklin, by the way. It was, yeah. Just yeah. Unbelievable. But, but the guy, the guy Nyang, <coughs> we made him look like Lillian to Ram for the majority of that game. Can I just say that I was uh, I was shouting about at the time, thinking the boy Bannigan thought he was Pirlo and we were allowing him to look Bannigan, like Pirlo. I've seen him play some decent games like but that seems that's that's his team he's been there for years has he he's been at Partick for years but that he has he's, he's gave us a few difficult moments oh, in the I, past no doubt oh, it was crazy no doubt Stone Fox mascots just appeared in the, here uh, it, was, it was just one of them it was pretty frustrating as well watching the kind of watching what we were watching yeah uh, this, we've got a pitch invader pitch invader uh, but you've got to get a bit of luck of course. Talk of to course. me about the second goal. Was that a foul? I thought it was a foul. And I'm basing that on if that happens against us. You're screaming for that. Oh, of course you are, aye. He's clearly shoved him. Now, I've saw some people try to uh, say, yeah, but the keeper, the way he was coming out, he, he would have wiped him out anyway. Yeah, but that doesn't uh, take away from the fact that Clark has he's, he's shoved him into the keeper. See, at first I thought it was a blatant push. But as in a hand push. Yeah. But it's actually it just, no. It was a clever wee nudge. Take you back to the Aberdeen game when the shoulder charge happens and mm-hmm. nothing happened. Yeah. You know, it's one of, yeah, same. I'm screaming for that as I was screaming and I'd have been apoplectic with rage. Yeah, oh, and, of course. Uh, of course. Wond- wondering if my shoe was getting shot in. <laughs> uh, but Nicky Clark does what Nicky Clark does and he just strolls right, in. in. the right place at the right time. I actually thought when he put it in, when he passed the ball in the net, I thought he was maybe expecting the whistle to go. I was expecting the whistle to go. You know? Uh, and I, I wasn't a further because that was like what just inside the 90th minute just inside yeah. the first minute yeah. injury time uh, and then obviously there's no there's no fourth official at the cup so yeah. I don't know what, what was going on with you at the time uh, and we got to about six minutes I was like any chance of blowing the whistle here yeah how is it probably the last time we'll get to use our get out of jail free card this season? Because it was going that way, wasn't it? You never know. But that, I mean, even if you go back to the year that we last won the cup, the first goal that was scored on our cup run was like the hand of God. It was a great goal. Great well, yeah, it's, but you could see how Partick didn't like us. <laughs> uh, the, the history between that. But you never know. Eh? You, you've just, the, the one thing that, I'll, that you've got to credit the players with yet again is they didn't seem to give up. You know, they keep going and they keep going, even when they're not playing well, which has happened a lot this season, I would say. Uh, but they always play right to the end. We've said that a couple of times as well. The fitness levels are mm. vastly improved to what we've the, seen. I mean, we, sh- we should have been a lot fitter than, than Partick mm-hmm. yesterday, I felt. Now, I get that they're a full-time team. They're all professionals, but they haven't really been able to train properly. I think they only went back maybe about three weeks ago or something. So we that side of it, doesn't surprise me but the fact that we kept going I mean that that's a that's a good trait to have but it's the cup you know we're, we're in the next round that's all that I wanted I would have liked a wee bit of, a wee bit of style a wee bit of maybe just steamrolling a team now and again but I don't I don't think we're ever going to do that we we this team and the way we set up there's obviously been a an accusation made by uh, by the manager Ian McCall about uh, an incident that left Brian Graham rolling about on the deck. Mm. Uh, there was a lot going on. There was yellow cards dished out to the bench and and whatever. And, uh, I wonder what had happened because I, I never seen it, and that's not a, a bullshit excuse. I generally never seen anything that happened. They, ba- uh, they bother Arsene Wenger. <laughs> <laughs> it was right under your I, nose. I can only zip my coat up sometimes. <laughs> um, 
but more I've seen and read about it, he get you know, he's laying he's lying on the deck, hugging his head, then gets up and it's his side. Then he runs up to push him and I'm like, what the hell's going on? But um He's quite antagonistic though, Brian Graham. He, he's he an always has been. He plays with a chip how, on his shoulder. Because the hail game he 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 plays like a dirty bastard, is what I'm telling you. Yeah, but if if he's in your team you you want your you want your player to be we're not we're not in Brian Graham and Martin again. oh no I, not. I tell you what we're not the, the, the DUTV commentators were on they went on about him a wee bit of saying ah he's this he's that ah you know we maybe could have done with him <laughs> hold it boys hold it <laughs> we have been terrible today but we've no been that bad okay we didn't need Brian Graham back jeez he peeps he was and they were saying ah he was unfortunate us nah he was he was poor at us that's what he was he wasn't for although, us although we did pump Miss and Johnson I think he got them the goals to stay up or get in the top six or something but anyway um, it was a wee bit reminiscent of of Peter Head and mm-hmm. our broth was mentioned as well you know games like that and it was but we lost to Peter Head we won yesterday yeah. so yeah dare I ask for a man of the match uh, nobody Nicky Clark could he scored the winner <laughs> well uh, yeah there, there was no I, I think that we I think we deserve to win because they were by far the better team well they only had one the, shot on target yeah they were by far the better team first half but second half without playing well like, I'm not sitting here saying that we played well <laughs> at all at any stage of the game yesterday uh, but like we were, I felt like we were the only team that was going to score and when we did score I didn't I didn't see anything other than United winning. I didn't oh, think it would be in 90 minutes. There is a chance I was meant to ask you about. The Stramash. I think Reynolds, McNulty, I had a chance. Mm-hmm. We are claiming it was over the line. I obviously didn't have a clue what was going on. I didn't think it was over the line. No. But no. it might have hit the boy on the hand. Because the, the boy was on the line. And it might, it's hard to say. It might have hit him on the hand. It might have hit him on the So it should have had a penalty as well, son. Nah. You're claiming no. for it. I'd have claimed for it. No, nah, no. Well, you know what? The, the, as you say, it was a stramash. There was that much going on, and that many people claiming. You didn't get what they were claiming for. You thought it's in. Oh, it's no one. Oh, it's handball. Oh, it's no hand. But you didn't really have a clue what was going on. So, with that ref, it wouldn't have surprised us if he had a blew the whistle and and gave anything. <laughs> it could have been anything we him in charge, uh, but we didn't need it. Like, and that is. In a cup competition, the main thing is winning that the tie and getting through to the next round. Do you want to do it with a wee bit more style and comfort? Of course you do. Of course you do. But we didn't, but we still went through. Before we uh, we get to the next stage, Scrandis Liga for you yesterday? Uh, what did I hear? Curry pass. Curry pass. Out of Scotties, no less. Oh, hey, call it. It's a match day. Delicious. You can forgo the little ends and get the good ends. Oh, of course. Uh, it was... Um, it was like a Mars bar tray bake yesterday. Oh, I love a tray bake. I was, I was, I was, bro. Love a tray bake. That was good. Um, right, so we delayed the recording of this to watch the uh, the draw. The, the draw. Um, initially, if it had started on time, we were probably going to watch the draw and comment as it went. But uh, the dog was going mad, and uh, we couldn't do that. So we watched it first. We're in the fourth round, which is all that matters, mm-hmm. and we were. We were ball number four and we kept an eye on it as it went and it was getting closer and closer and then we need to mention it. The 12 bars that should have been warmed up in the microwave beforehand. Unbelievable. Whipped out the great unwashed and we were pretty happy about it, weren't we? I was delighted that Cove Rangers got Celtic in the next round. <laughs> delighted with that. Absolutely magic tie for Ross Graham. So, fourth round, four far mm-hmm. away 
Bittersweet. Bittersweet. Great tie. Absolutely winnable. It's just up the road run. Would have been a class of wee, wee jaunt up the road. And we could have been on a luggy to find out where he went for that vodka and the, get the body. and pears and the sausage rolls. And brides. And brides. Pears and sausage rolls. Remember in Forfar? One idiot. Cheesy peeps run. But that's, I mean, great wee away. I used to love, we've said it loads of times, Breakin and Forfar pre-season yeah. are great. You know what? Forfar would have loved it as well because it would have been a full house. Uh, definitely would have been a full house but it's it's a winnable tie and that's basically what you want I, like you when you're watching cup draws what I'm wanting is ideally the worst team left in the draw I'm not caring about oh we've got a big money day here I want the easiest possible tie I'm not saying for for out of that but it's, a, it's one that you would have picked so hopefully this doesn't come back to bite me in the ass and the knock out and for for beat uh, Edinburgh City on penalties mm-hmm. to get to get through the uh, the next round. Um, just looking at their lineup, uh, ex Arab Mark McCallum is uh, Mark their McCallum. goalie. Well, he's on the bench yesterday. Did they know he Archie? Uh, what's Archie's second name? Thomas. Archie Thomas. Uh, he wasn't. He wasn't playing yesterday. Okay, that's what we're getting at. I'm sure that he's still there though. Right. I'm sure he's there. But that that's the tie. Then they took an absolute age. Because they were probably throttling the, throttling the 12 boys. He, for, well, he, he can't be pulling out Celtic and Rangers in the same game, so he, he did talk about a kicking behind the scenes there. Uh, so the hot bars were, uh, were done, they were dealt with. And then they drew the fifth round uh, matches, which meant there was umpteen teams in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if we get past Forfar, mm-hmm. which we still have to beat, uh, it's a possible fifth round tie away to Aberdeen or Livingston. Yeah. And again, when when we were watching it, it was one that I wouldn't have picked. I wouldn't have wanted that one. But Aberdeen having uh, scored against us this season, uh, thanks to Lauren Shanklin tipping in round the post. Uh, and Livy are no quite as good as they were earlier in the season. Mm. So again, it's you've got to get past Forfar. But if you do, it's it's a winnable game and it's a one-off game as well. So you just never know. And like what you said, you said when the draw was happening. What are Premier Sports going to put on the TV now that they're oh, they'll playing be each other? <laughs> they'll be absolutely spewing that their two faves are playing in the same game. Yeah. Um, the, the biggest, obviously the disappointment getting through and stuff is um, two away games. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, Unless you're Rangers, that's <laughs> that's like part of the, the cup though. Yeah. No. It's... It, the thing is, when you, when you look at and you look at the, the kind of fixtures that landed, you've, you've, you've always got a chance, but... That, there was one game you wanted to avoid and obviously we managed to avoid that yeah. um, but you've got to say you know you get past four far you then get the game Livingston uh, against Aberdeen which then puts you in the semi-finals no? yes that's yeah. crazy you just never know it's it's the cup run you just never know and that's why you, you should take it serious and in my opinion especially the Scottish Cup mm-hmm. uh, you should play your best team yeah. then a possibility yeah. even at four far the best team has of course to play. you've still got to beat them you know You've still got to beat them. It's a it's a plastic pitch. I hate to say it, but it's a plastic pitch. So, I mean, if Livy beat Aberdeen, which wouldn't be that much of a shock, there's another plastic pitch in the next round. So, well, we've got practice. Over well, the we next, certainly do. We're going to play three on plastic in, can, uh. in three games, which is yeah, it's frustrating. Hey, it's a love of the cup. It's not the same because we're not there, but let's just push for that tonight. There might be there might be fans in at the final and whatever. You never know. We never know. We need to get there first. Um. Happy enough for the draws then? Happy enough for far? You're, you're apart from no getting there for the vodka and brideys? Yeah, of course. Of course. It's one that you would have taken. It's unfortunate that we're not going to get. And if we do get past them, 
Aberdeen or Livy, you've got to fancy your chances. Definitely. Huh. So, next up, away on the plastic pitch, Saturday, three o'clock, Hamilton, pumped out the cup, 3-0. Brian Rice had an absolute meltdown post-match. He sure did. Uh, I heard it. <laughs> it was quite funny. Like, he was just, uh, he's just frustrated because he's seeing, he's seeing things that are just going against his team. Uh, and obviously, it's a, it's quite a stressful position that they're in in the league. But I'm just hoping that that doesn't manifest itself into him. He and his players massively fired up for the visit of a behemoth of a football club in Dundee United next week. Obviously, um, Simon got a bit of revenge because obviously Hamilton equaliser denied them a top six. So it would have been a feisty one yesterday. But Simon have got the job done. They've won 3 0. I mean, it looks like a, a game when defences weren't on top, given there was about 30 odd shots between the two teams on mm. goal. But Hamilton fighting for the lives. Now, listen, we've spoken about the fixtures the last couple of weeks. And if anything, you'd have rather played Kilmarnock and Hamilton as your last two games. Like, let's be honest, right? Definitely. But if we can go there and get three points on the board, I think then mathematically it's absolutely done. And then let them fight it out. But they have now definitely, like you just said, they they are going to a massive kick up the arse. Yeah, they'll they'll hit a chip on their shoulder. Huge. They'll hit a big chip on their shoulder. But it's like the goal for us should be to make sure that we we are mathematically safe uh, come the end of that game. However, however we get there, uh, we've we've just got to make sure that we do it. Yeah, um, it, it's what you know. It's the two away. Well, it's four away games now in a row. Pretty much, I think. Yeah. No looking at the fixtures like that, but I'm pretty sure it is. But go there, put it in, get the performance done, get the three points, and 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 move on. Really, it's the only thing mm-hmm. we can do for that. Um, and then we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, one bit of news I have to mention because there's not much else to say on Hamilton because they're the jobby that want to flush. Mm-hmm. Indeed, as, as I've said many times. Um, one thing, well, you went to see it a couple of times, but the news this week that Smile. Is getting streamed online for brilliant. Dundee Rep. It's brilliant because I know people, uh, people all over the world that have obviously not been able to see it because they couldn't get back to see it, and then the world kind of shut down. You weren't able to travel and whatever, so it's it's fantastic. I could see. I don't know what the web the the website of the reps like, but I could see it crashing on uh, on Tuesday. Like I think that's an absolute set because uh, <laughs> that many people will be logging in at the same time. Yeah, it's tickets go on sale for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, on, t- on Tuesday 10 o'clock and it's it can be streamed from the 16th April the 16th of May How uh, much are tickets then? So uh, tickets are 15 quid 7.50 they're reduced and it's 22.50 if you want to pay it for and contribute towards the ticket price of someone uh, who may not be able to afford a standard ticket but the important thing is only one ticket's required per household Oh, cool. So, it's, so I, I think it's something because when I saw it was tickets, I was like, mm-hmm. "How the hell are you going to think of that?" But it's purely just for one household. Obviously, I've seen people saying, "How is it no free and stuff like that?" I think when theatres have been through the ringer the past year, you know, it's a show you went to see. Ah, you're no in the theatre watching it, but it's well, well worth it. Definitely, it's absolutely for, brilliant. I mean, I, I think I when I saw the news, uh, it was Andy McAdam that posted it, and I, I kind of stole his tweet and copied it for the podcast Twitter account. But when I saw that news, uh, it was it was a no brainer. Like you know, it's 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 class. It, I didn't I, I didn't think it would be free, as you say. The the, the pain that the theatres have went through this past year. Uh, I don't to begrudge it, but I said this: this is one that Arabs everywhere can't be missing. But you know, you 
if you're a football fan in general, and if you're or a Scottish football fan, you're aware of who Jim McLean was. I think you would enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. Um, it says on the it's DundeeRep.co.uk if you want to get more details for it. Tickets for the production are limited, and therefore prices may increase with demand. Which is buy your ticket now. It's basically what's happening. And listen, we're not in bed with the rep with this. This is none. We're purely because it's a great show and we've been to see it. Mm-hmm. And you know, we have the the theatres need to be there, so I want to go and see other shows. You might want to come and see the Dode Fox show. Who knows? Well, I mean, we'll see. Tickets will not be in great demand for that. No, but you never know. <laughs> might, um, that'll be the free show that we're on about. But it is. Uh, it will be streamed online. Uh, Seven eighty minutes, and you may not be surprised when I tell you it contains strong language. <laughs> uh, but it's absolutely brilliant. It's a two-man show, and it's just absolutely yeah. superb. So it'll be class. Check out DundeeRep.co.uk. So you mentioned at the the top of the show that uh, hopefully there's a 19th hole being built now that uh, Mark Ogren is a golf magnate. And uh, the room, the, the story is that he's uh, planning a multi-million pound St Andrews golf resort uh, to hopefully compete with the old course at the home of golf. Listen, I'm, I'll be lying if I told you I knew anything about really what's going on apart from are, are we... So Murren Pal, Callum Wooja broke the news about this is apparently happening. Yeah. Who knows about it? Yeah. I think the 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 cool thing for ah well I think about it is that listen, it's Andrews home of golf, right? Mm-hmm. So you didn't need to be based any place, but given it's still in the local area, the training grounds there, it's it's a really cool thing. Yeah, it? it ties them to the area and it might be the investment this side of the water that enables them to make a wee bit of money that can then keep the football team uh, going in some way, shape or form. You just don't know. Here he's, Mr. Ogren's far smarter and cans more about money than, than me. That's for sure. He's got more than you. It's marginal, just, but he's, he's got a wee bit more than me. So he cans he his way around money. That, that's And he can sort of make it as well. So that's no an issue. But I think it's a good thing that it's going to tie him to the area. If it comes off, that is. Uh, and maybe he just loves golf, you know. Maybe he's just that's his that's his thing. Yeah. Who knows? As long as he as as long as he's still as committed as he as he says he has always been towards United, and nothing has come out to suggest he is now, then I, I don't see I don't see any downside to this. But apparently, I mean, apparently his son plays. So when the Dode Fox podcast golf day is he any good? As announced, well, it's a, you know talks a good game, you know. But then so do we. <laughs> well, no, golf would not. <laughs> no, 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 definitely. My club's only come out for real special occasions. I'll tell you that. Jeez. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll keep an eye on that. We don't know much else about it, but we have to give it that token mention uh, to prove that we do really give our shite regularly. <laughs> Talking of gibbering shite, here we go. Uh, you have already told me that uh, the trusty notepad notepad's back, is man. back this week for a loan report and with your words before me it's an absolute Beezer bumper four-pager it is a, a Beezer bumper four-pager so feel free to buzz forward about four minutes if you are listening to this nonsense so I will go and uh, pop the kettle off <laughs> the dog's no barking here's the loan report here is the loan report and we're going to start with Ross Graham at Cove Big Ross has once again played the full 90 minutes in midweek as the matches come thick and fast for the lower league teams. He has also helped his team keep a clean sheet as they have recorded a 2-0 victory over Airdrie, a result that keeps them on the coattails of Falkirk for the League One title. There's nothing to report on Ross from this past weekend though, as Cove haven't played yet. 
They will, however, have travelled to face the Rangers by the time you listen to this. Kieran Freeman at Peterhead. As always, Sheep has been selected in the starting lineup for this one and was playing right back whilst he was on the park. It wasn't the happiest of evenings for Real Sheep though as his team went two goals behind in the 73rd minute and he was subbed off in the 76th as Jim McAnally's men had to chase the game. Unfortunately for the Peter Headers, is that what you call people for Peter Headers? <laughs> Sorry, what? Is Peter Headers? Call I'm calling them Peter Headers. Peter Reed. Uh, nothing came of the tactical change and they lost 2-0 to Clyde. Kai Fotheringham and Lewis Nielsen at Falkirk. The midweek league fixture for the Bairns against Dumbarton saw both Kai and Lewis start on the bench. In what was ultimately a poor game for Falkirk, as they could only draw one all, Kai managed the last 25 minutes of the match while Lewis was given the final two minutes. Both players fared better at the weekend, however, as they both started their team's Scottish Cup tie away at Celtic. Lewis was a standout in the first half as Falkirk managed to keep Celtic at bay, Kai also did well, but was mainly on the periphery of things due to his team being hemmed in for the whole half. Into the second half, and Lewis continued to play well. The deadlock was broken in the 56th minute, however, when the man we nay-neck, James Forrest, took a shot which skimmed off the top of Lewis's head and flew past their keeper. From there on in, it was easy street for Celtic as they cruised to a 3-0 win. Kai made way for Charlie Telfer in the 64th minute, and Lewis played the full 90 minutes. Chris Mochrie at Montrose. The midweek home tie against East Fife saw young Mr. Mochrie start on the bench. By the time he made it onto the pitch, his team were already 3 0 up, and that is how it finished. On to Saturday now, and Chris has started the Scottish Cup tie away to Fraserburgh and has taken just two minutes to get himself on the score sheet and give his team the lead. In a lively encounter, Chris has played fairly well before being subbed off in the 79th minute. The match finished 4 2 to Montrose, and they march on into the next round. Paul McMillan at Dundee Dundee's best player has once again started the match but couldn't help keep his team's dream of ending their 100 plus year Scottish Cup drought alive He played the full 90 minutes hit the bar with a shot probably a cross and his mate Charlie missed a penalty The end result of all that Dundee are out and St Johnson move into the next round due to their 1-0 win Adam King and Nathan Cooney at Wraith in Tuesday night's Fife Derby, Adam has had to make do with a seat on the bench, perhaps the best seat in the house, as his team have dismantled their fierce rivals Dunfermline 5-1. He stayed there all evening, probably laughing at how bad the pars are at defending. That one keeps the Rovers in second place, as they look to be best of the rest and go into the playoffs in good form. The day after the game it was announced that Nathan Cooney had also been loaned to Wraith, and from my vantage point, I'm imagining he's purely there as cover. Uh, for the right back position So on to Saturday And both Adam and Nathan were on the bench Nathan stayed there for the full match Whereas Adam got thrown on for the last 8 minutes of extra time As Wraith had to chase the game at the end Unfortunately for them they fell short And exited the cup due to Livy running out 2-1 winners The under 18s There was a friendly over in St Andrews on Friday against St Mirren And they comfortably won 3-1 And from what I can make out of their fixture list they will be away to Hibs this coming Friday you're not allowed to go and lastly uh, a little bit of United Community Trust news uh, and I just want to mention a departure from the Community Trust team this week uh, Connor Moyes the Parasports Development Officer he left his post to take up a new role with Enable Scotland uh, Scotland's largest charity for people who have learning disabilities 
I first encountered Connor when my old man and myself went to the football fans and training course a couple of years ago. Uh, he then took on the CPD football and laterally the para football that my own my own young lad attends. Uh, Connor was always a good laugh, a good coach, had the patience of a saint, and we'd just like to wish him well in his new job. So all the best for the Dode Fox Dafties, Connor. Over to you, Rundle. Just think MD else can hear the dog barking the whole time. <laughs> I'm not sure. You've got the headphones on, so you might be able to tell me. <laughs> Is it coming through loud and clear? <laughs> I've no idea. <laughs> I mean, it's only took 93 episodes to be funded out how unprofessional it really is. But well, it's not it's no on us. It's no us that's barking. It's, it's the, our fault. It's, it's heartburn going absolutely mental. Anyway, that was that was a good five minutes. How are you feeling after that? You need a lead doing? <sighs> a wee bit, yeah. <laughs> Thursday as well. Um, right, DUSF transferred the sum. 12.5 grand this week, made a total of £82,500 that's been given to the club as part of their fundraising to raise £100,000 by the end of April to assist during the uh, COVID restrictions. Uh, to help uh, the foundation help the club, please do consider joining dusf.scot forward slash pledge. Uh, United Chairman Mark Ogren went on to say thank you to the foundation for the latest money transfer. It is very pleasing to see things progressing as planned and the membership growth of DUSF. The club recognises and appreciates the continued efforts of the steering group and the members. You can be united for United at dusf.scot. The target we are trying to hit collectively as members and everyone else with back in the foundation is 2,000. The United Features lottery jackpot's not been won this week. It'll roll over to £1,500 for the next draw. The Elite 50-50 matchday draw first prize yesterday was £303. It went to ticket number 109971. And the second prize was £101. And it went to ticket number 110154. Sign up, get the details at unitedlottery.co.uk and remember all the proceeds go to support our academy I was just looking there because I thought they might be not even close to my numbers <laughs> I didn't scoop it either unfortunately so, so I could just absolutely but you would you won 25 quid in the lottery we will go ah, but I'm greedy ah, it's a well established fact I want to win a hunt it's a, it's a well well established fact <laughs> sure um not, not that there's many established facts on this uh, this programme. But who am I? Oh, Christ. Any feedback for last week? Uh, no, nah, it was minimal, but nobody criticised the clues, so... Oh, well. I thought the clues... changed change that. Ah, uh, no doubt. No doubt. It's been, it's been a while. Like, it's been... I'm not sure what week we're on, but the very, very first week, no points, and... I'm I'm feeling that we might we might be heading back into that territory today. Just just because of the last few times that you've been dishing out clues, they've been they've been Good. worse than terrible. So Whoa. no no, it's, it might be harsh, but it's absolutely spot on. It's thirty three all, isn't it? It's a tie. Yeah. So really, you could take a big big lead today, or I could remain. You take a big all. lead today. I could I could. I'm not looking at it that way with your clues though. I can't. Like, I actually think it's quite easy. That's because you've done the clues. It's true. So, but actually, so you can. Well, I, look, I looked at it just before we were going to start and I think it's well we'll see five clues but a former United player they must have played 50 games we'll have to see them play five points the first clue four points you get right in the second clue three points the third two points the fourth one point the fifth and um, for you Paul it has to be a player that kicked about since when 73 or something you said 
1873 uh, pre Dundee Hibs uh, Um I was going to give you a choice this week because I've, I've actually wrote a few now oh, I, okay. after nearly getting caught a couple of weeks ago yeah, it doesn't take long to write your clues though does it <laughs> so that's probably how you're ahead of the curve yeah <laughs> it's harsh that but uh, <laughs> absolutely fair <laughs> so it's all square at the minute you are the first player so the scores are looking okay just now you'll yeah. always be just yeah. ahead so mm, possibly um, are you ready I'm ready Okay. Here we go. If you have any problems with these clues, direct them elsewhere. And by the way, if you're playing along, then a tweet during it who it is or call us an arsehole. Wait till the end of the week. And if you're Martin, stop calling it guess who. <laughs> Every week. Every on, week. On purpose. <laughs> on purpose. Yeah, totally. So, clue number one. <laughs> this player... This player was with United, that's a help, mm -hmm. in 1983, but was released as he didn't want to play full time. So this player was with United in 1983, but was released because he didn't want to play full time. Hmm. Well, I start the clock. Of course. And I said clock. Check, checking the names that were, it can't be, because... Oh shit, i never done that. We've used them already. I never checked. Oh well. Yo, can if it's well. come up before. Well, the name I'm thinking isn't there, but... That's an A4 sheet, so there must be about 30 lines on that. So, so it's been on a well. Yeah. So is there, mate? Now I think that is a good clue for people of a certain age. I think they will, they'll probably get it. But that certain age is a wee bit older than me, I would say. So the only end I could think of. This is five points. Here we go. No, no, and I, I think I'm way off. Like I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, 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 I'll say it. I'm thinking Billy McKinley, but I'm, I think I'm way off. I'm way off with that. There we go. Question number two. Go for Clue it. number two. Yes. He eventually signed full time for United in 1987 for £10,000. He eventually signed full time for United in 1987 for £10,000. <laughs> We get Rachel Riley involved in the show, the bell. No, Carol, you're Carol, you're Carol, no, yeah. you're the OG, yeah. No, I don't want any of them. Oh, uh, controversial, right? I'm, I'm struggling here, Susie Dent. Uh, right, anyway, uh, hmm, Christ, Joe McLeod. Joe McLeod, <laughs> yeah, that's a brilliant shout. He's probably only played about five games, though. <laughs> so, for three points, for three points, clue number three. Wow. In total, he, in total, he played 97 times for United, 
scored 17 goals, including two winners versus Dundee. Mm. John totally played 97 times for United, scoring 17 goals, including two winners versus Dundee. There's, there's thoughts happening over there talking to himself which is no bad given we've got a 10 metre mic cable leading to him and I can work that out but he's just called us an arsehole lip synced it for three points Mr McNichol who am I? Ian Ferguson Ian Ferguson. Ian Ferguson. What a man! No, no him either. No. Aye, Harper Kens as well. You want a recap? No. Because they've not been helpful, so there's no point. <laughs> I think you'll get it. Well, here we go. I think you'll get it. I think you'll get it now. That's my line, okay? Here's that next week. Shall Clue we four. In October 1991, he was surprisingly transferred to Dunfermline for £150,000 where he then spent nine years in October 1991 he was surprisingly transferred to Dunfermline for £150,000 where he spent nine years who do you think it is? Uh, oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. See that—that that is the sound of people shouting at you. But I, th- I, th- I think these are of a, of a certain age. People will definitely get these clues. You should get this. Nah, you've, you've went. I've went borderlines. What you know? I say. Yeah. Oh no! You, you've, it's, it's early doors. Like it's early doors. It's played a hundred times. Yeah, and I'm sure in the fullness of time, when when I find out in two minutes what it is. But you've started to be a clue for 1983. Uh huh. But listen, I was six. Every okay? everyone, six, and then you've said he signed full time in eighty seven. I was ten. Uh huh. These are these are for a man of my age. These are difficult. You were still clues. watching. You were still watching. Of course, but but I'm thinking of anyway. Davidarian pad for time. Are you like? You're the king of padding for time, <laughs> Mister Costa. You're the reason that we've got a, a bloody countdown clock now. It's also true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For uh, two points. Jeez. Who do you think it is? I kind of think of what we've sold to Dunfermline. I just kind of. 1991. I can't Stuart Petrie was a big United fan, but I don't think he ever bloody played for us. Might as well play the countdown timer again. Nah, nah, just nah. Nebdy. Nebdy. Right. <laughs> did, I know, did I know say it yet? I feel there's a, a null pointer coming up. Well. I just, I felt it. There's something no right in the, the ambience in this room the day on. You're too far away. <laughs> it's what 10 metres between you <laughs> um, right I, I, I don't believe I'm saying this but clue number 5 mm. for one to take the lead point to take the lead and take the lead positive spin you know what to recap you're quite happy for me to continue on with the final clue clues no I need them because the clue's shite that's what you're about to say no they're, they're just no helping me okay they'll, they'll help others right the final clue clue number 5 for one solitary point as you can look down your list are you like it's no helping us here it is a highlight 
of his time at Tanadice was playing in the 1991 Scottish Cup final against Motherwell, where he played well and looked to have opened the scoring for United, but was ruled offside as he went on to collect a runners-up medal. But who do you think it is? Hamish French. Hamish French. I know you want a timer. Hamish French. Correct. Hamish French. I do remember Hamish, but I wouldn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't know that we had tried to sign him in 83 and he, he didn't want it. Didn't want it. I wanted to finish a, uh, I think it was an en- engineering degree or something. Mm. There you go. Hamish French. Smiler. Mm. He was always a happy looking lad. Yeah, it was out of the blue. That, like, I, I obviously saw bits of him, but it was totally out of the blue of the cell. Like, people were, yeah, couldn't so believe it happened. Who did we sign him from then? Or? Oh, uh, I could tell you, but I've not got it written down. Mm. Because I, ne- I was going to put that in. I think it was Keith. Or Huntley. Or yeah. Like I think a, it was up a there. Highland team, yeah. No, I th- I, honestly, I don't think they were bad clues this week, Ron. Uh, they just, they were just pushing my, my knowledge to the extremes. But hey, the thing is, when I, when I leave this house today, I'm one point up. So uh, I can't wait to dish out five of the worst clues that you've ever heard next week. <laughs> this, this player tied his laces, tied his boots with laces. Um, yeah, he uh, he started with um, Keith, the Highland League team, and then uh, they wanted to bring him in as a 19-year-old, but he, he was released a few days later because he declined the chance to play full-time because he wanted to finish his engineering apprenticeship. Mm. Played for Keith for four years, and then he went back to Tanadice to train, and then he signed in the summer of uh, 87, played through... Um, sort of through uh, in the pre-season tours and then made his debut against Rangers at Ibrox and then got injured and whatever but yeah played in the 1991 Cup final he was a decent player for us from what I can remember of him yeah and then he he, he went to the family and played there for about nine years and now we've made him famous all over again indeed we have I uh, thoroughly enjoyed that this week so, yeah, uh, it was uh, no, nah, it wasn't nah. enjoyable. Is not the word I would use. Let me just stop. It was decent, no. I mean, those decent clues. If it had been a nil point, it'd have been a real. Oh, well, I just there was a. I mean, that's the last two attempts. I've had one point. Mm, good. That's no great. <laughs> yeah, it's easy when you've got the clues. That's no great. Um, so, who am I? I'll be back next week. Uh, pod- podcast merch. The uh, new uh, next. Cult Hero was announced last week. It was Eric Pedersen and uh, went on sale on uh, Thursday. Thank you very much to every single person who got behind it and uh, appreciates what we're trying to do and uh, support it by buying mugs and T-shirts. Um, so to basically put people in the picture, we have changed supplier. Uh, who supply the t-shirts and the actual t-shirts themselves. They are much better quality than they are, but you do have to check the sizing for them because a little bit like we said last week with Macron, they're not as snug as a Macron. They're just a little bit. So you uh, just have to. Nothing like Macron. If if you are <laughs> if you are in the middle, I would certainly go go higher. Like mm-hmm. Paul, I was trying to help somebody this week and copied Paul in a response, but Paul just showed off that he was six foot six and could still fit into an XL. But <sighs> some people might just need to go a two XL there and what have you. But uh, so that's what it is. What we are finding already. Uh, obviously Friday and Monday this week being uh, Easter um, it's not as quick getting the orders through but some orders have already 
are ready to get shipped. So um, we do appreciate we've changed the T-shirts. Are uh, They're vegan. It's vegan ink, I think. Uh, the packaging's paper packaging. Instead of, we're trying to get rid of plastic and stuff like that. So Why are you trying to impress me? I'm now? just saying, I just think it's just a cool thing. Just get a T-shirt thing. that fits a man, will you? I know. But thanks very much to everyone who does. There is a sick load of mugs have been ordered, but they might take a wee bit of time because we sold more than them than we thought we would. But thank you very much. And there will... People, somebody was asking about the hoodies I've totally forgot who it was the hoodies will be back but because we are changing supplier we need to get a hoodie in to see exactly how it looks and stuff but they will be back but thank you very much to every single person who buys some of the merch supports it and allows us to do this nonsense on a weekly basis and it has been nonsense the day on it's been but an absolute uh, that was the biggest nonsense <laughs> but thank you Anyway, so dodfoxpodcast.com if you want to get yourself some gear. Uh, not that kind. Uh, on this day, in association with the Arab Archive, preserving the history of Dundee United Football Club since 2006, 5th of April is our focus. I've only got one game and I've got one birthday today. The game, a John Daly header in 2010, with seven minutes left, was enough to hand United all three points at McDermott Park. The hosts could argue that they had chances to win the game and the United had keeper Deucin Pernice to thank for a penalty save from Liam Craig midway through the second half. But in typical fashion, the Terrors never gave up and finished well in command after Daly's breakthrough as we beat St Johnston 1-0. Our birthday boy is before my time and he just seems to split opinions. Mm -hmm. Some people really didn't like him and when we get to it, you'll know why. But if you were just to look at the man's CV, it's quite impressive at United. He was a member of the squad that won the Scottish League Championship in 82-83. Scored several important goals during the campaign. He was an unused substitute in the 81 League Cup final. Collected runners-up medals in the League Cup and the Scottish Cup in 84-85. He made 256 appearances, 37 goals. He's a man that your dad and my granddad will know a lot more of. We'll know him for the secondary part of his career we'll say um, Richard Goff is 59 today <laughs> yeah I think he does split opinion yeah uh, I think he's the best right back that we ever had uh, I would say that I can remember him uh, but I also remember and I, I don't know if he just if it was just wee Jim bad mouthing him when he left but and I'm maybe rewriting history here but I'm sure that he always wanted to go to Rangers and we wouldn't sell him to Rangers so he thought right cool I'll just go down to Tottenham and hang about there for I didn't even think he was at Tottenham for a year I think he just went down there for a matter of months and then he ended up back at Ibrox uh, yeah my my main memory of Richard Goff is as a Rangers player basically but when he was at United he, he was he was brilliant I, I, I don't think that's up for debate really I, and as I say in my opinion in, in my lifetime he's he was the best right back that, that I've ever seen at Tannadice he and he, won and he the, wasn't even a right back really you know that was at the very early stages of his he, career he also won the SPFA player of the year 85-86 no bad for a right back exactly he was a good player yeah but that was um, just mentioned he was the only real birthday today and it's one of these players that it, purely it because of what he done certainly but I think if if MD watched that team I think they would agree with I've, you I've got a, a wee Richard Goff story as well okay. like just completely can you tell it? Is it of course I can good of course I can uh, were you ever a, a scout or a cub or anything like that Rondo uh, no I, I went to the boys brigade I, I went to both ah, you're preferred. sure enough I preferred the BB, but uh, I went to the Cubs because a few of my mates went. And they used to do this thing called Bobby Job Week. 
where uh, you could shake your head. This used to be a thing. What? You used to go around chopping doors and asking if anybody needed anything done. Like maybe you tidy up with their garden or okay. sent to the shops if it was an old deer or whatever. So anyway, I stayed in Douglas at the time and uh, I thought, right, there's, there's no much money in Douglas. I'm heading for Gotterston. There's maybe a wee bit more dosh. So that was my thinking. So I'm chopping doors in Gutterston, not really getting much joy, probably because I'm Faye Douglas. <laughs> and then I chop this door and Richard Goff answers and I, I wasn't able to speak. So I never done any work for him because I couldn't really speak. I just looked like a weirdo chopping a door. We had daft cub jumper on me, badges on my arm that I'd probably never even earned. So that's my wee Richard Goff story. Chopped his door. I could still, it was on Strachan Avenue. And got that's where the money is, of course. It is. Well, uh, that's what it was. Eh? Yeah. I can't mind the number, but I can still remember. I could take you to the house right now, chop a door, and stand there like a blonker again. Didn't you? Did, didn't when we done the first merch stop? You went to your old house in Douglas. Is that what happened? Uh, no, you posted it. I think. Ah, right. Or, okay. Or you delivered it, but I just yeah, somebody, but uh, somebody in that house. Uh, uh, that was bizarre as well. <laughs> because I was, I was wanting to talk it. They got a wee tour. Talk, talk the wee man. Say, look, it's used to be. My that's house, why so. your old man ruled. Oh, I was the that, king eh? of this castle <laughs> uh. Now you're not even the king of your own castle Exactly, don't hear castle You know Because um, you're at the wrong end of the avenue Correct That's what we hear Correct um, So yeah, thanks for the Richard Goff story That's something pretty interesting I mean, nothing really happened But no, no, still happened. interesting Shut my brakes <laughs> Of course you did <laughs> um, Back to league business uh, Next week we're away to Hamilton how do you think it'll go? Do let us know on social media. We are at Dode Fox Podcast. Do have a great week. Do keep your distance. Do wear a mask. And don't forget, as always, allow this nonsense to continue. And wash your hands and your arsehole. <laughs> <laughs>